Today, we're going to talk about setting your goals and intentions for 2021. Because if you don't know where you're going, how are you ever going to get there? I'm Patsy Ramos, and this is episode five of the Owning You podcast. So first off, let's start with why I prefer to set goals and intentions over a New Year's resolution, which tends to be the popular thing to do. When we set resolutions, we say things like, I'm going to work out in the new year, or I'm going to eat healthy, or I'm going to start this business, or whatever the case may be. And there's no plan behind it. You're just saying, oh, I'm going to do this. But without measurable action steps to take in the process, what's holding you accountable? When it's just a statement of, you know, this is this is what I'm going to do in the new year, you start at the first, and then you fall off in a week, a two weeks, a couple of months, and it's gone like it was never even there to start with. When we set intentions for the year and goals for the year, you're looking at the full spectrum of the year. You are legitimately looking at December 31st, 2021, and looking back on the last year. Put yourself in that place. From that vision of where you want your life to be on that day, December 31st of 2021, then you work backwards and you can set measurable goals along the way to help you actually get there. And that right there is the secret to actually accomplishing what it is you're after in the year where a resolution often just gets lost in day-to-day life because you don't have anything measurable to hold you up along the way. If your resolution is to work out in the new year, so how many times are you working out? How long are you holding up to this? If it's to start a new business in the new year, cool. The new year is 365 days. What day are you starting? Where are you starting? So there's a big difference between how you approach it when you use the terminology resolution, because that's a one-liner. You just write it down. Or intentions and goals, because when you set intentions and you set goals and you've got measurable steps along the way, there's just a whole lot more accountability there. So today we're going to go through a little bit of how to do that. So the first thing that you really need to do is to sit in the space as if you're there already. It is the end of 2021. You're sitting there on December 31st, looking back at your year. And I want you to think what the ideal outcome for you for the year is. What is the ideal life you're living at that point? And don't hold back. Um, We have a tendency to grossly overestimate what we can accomplish in a day or a week and dramatically underestimate what we're actually capable of accomplishing in a year's time frame with commitment and dedication. So go ahead and dream big with this. Think about where you want to be with your health. What kind of shape do you want to be in? What do you want your diet to look like? Think about where you want to be in your relationship. What relationships have you pulled closer and built stronger? And what relationships have you decided were were toxic and finally opened your eyes that you needed to step away from? What have you done in order to do those things? What's your ideal financial situation at the end of the year? What have you accomplished in your career? These things, look at the big picture with them. Look at 
that optimal ideal situation where if you could play everything out and truly dedicate yourself and become fully committed, what is the ideal life that you will have in a year? Now take all of those things that just came into your head and for some, they came in as visual images. For me, they, they don't. So I have to sit down with it and write it all out and not in a pretty storybook, oh, this is my day kind of way because I can't do that. So my five pages are bullet points on each topic. But whichever way you have to do it, write out that end of year vision for your ideal life. And dream big while you're doing it. Don't limit yourself. Don't hold yourself back. When we place those limits on our dreams and our idea of what's possible, we're legitimately, truly limiting what we can accomplish. So go ahead and open yourself up to that possibility that that big dream that you have, that huge vision of what your ideal life could look like in a year is actually possible for you. I know... I'm repeating myself with telling you to dream big, but it's so important to actually open yourself up to the possibility and to not limit the view of what your ideal life could look like in as little as a year. Now that you've got that ideal vision of your life in a year, it's time to break it down into goals, measurable goals that you can work on throughout the year to get there by the end of the year. So during this step, you're going to need to read back through what you wrote, figure out what parts of it you are going to have to change things to get to. Now, some of it is not going to need much. Some of it is just about deepening things that are already there, where it's just keeping on the same path that you're on. Some of it is going to take a lot of work. And don't be scared of a lot of work. When you're looking at it with the end in mind, your final picture of what your year looks like, if you think, oh my goodness, I have to get this all done now, you're going to be overwhelmed. And that's where the incremental goal setting comes into play in the process. It keeps you from filling those feelings of overwhelm on such a dramatic level so that you can actually accomplish things. And you're going to notice that some of these things in your vision for the end of your year tie in together pretty well where you can compound them and work on them at the same time. So if one of your visions is to read more and one of your visions is to develop better habits, so read about habit building and you're doing two things there. You're reading more and you're generating, developing, growing that new habit of, well, sticking to something by reading more, but then you read books like Atomic Habits and other books that help you learn how to how to build better habits and how to compound them and tie them in with things that you're already doing in order to, to grow those habits. And then some of the things on your list are going to be completely isolated from everything else. It's going to be one goal that is seems like it is completely separate from everything else. Well, those things in particular, it's super important to have the checkpoints throughout the year to guarantee that you're doing the things you need to do to reach that point. So 
Look at those big goals that seem left-filled from the rest of your life or where your life is right now and break them down. Again, you're working from the end. You're working with that vision in mind and what needs to be done throughout the year in order to get there. Where do you need to be at the end of the third quarter of the year to, to be at the proper step? To accomplish that goal at the end of the fourth quarter? Where do you need to be at the end of the second quarter? Where do you need to be at the end of the first quarter? What is it that you need to do every week to get you one step closer to the monthly goal? And that monthly goal gets you one step closer to that quarterly goal, which gets you closer to the yearly goal. You see what I'm saying? You just, you build it as you go. So now let's break this down with one of those goals. So one of mine is to end 2021 in the best health. And that encompasses for me both physically and mentally. But for simplification processes here, we're going to go with the, the physical health side of this and break it down. So my end of year goal with my health is to end 2021 in the best physical health of my life, which is also going to put me in the best physical health of my life. As I turn 40, because I will turn 40 right at the end of this year. So to just say that is easy, right? Yeah, no, I'm going to end this next year in the best health of my life. Cool, but how? Because if we don't fill in the but how, the what steps are you going to take to get there, then you're going to wake up in 365 days and be in the same spot you were at the end of 2020. And I don't know about you, but I don't think there are very many of us that want to be in the same spot we're in in at the end of 2020 once the end of 2021 gets here. So break it down. December 31st, 2021. Best physical health. The strongest I've ever been in the best shape I've ever been. So what do I need to do to get there? On a daily basis, I need to be mindful of what I eat. I need to make sure I am getting my fruits and vegetables. I need to make sure that the majority of my calories are coming from healthy, nutrient-dense foods that are good for me. And I also need to not restrict myself to the level that I'm afraid of food. So that means if I want a piece of cake or I want a cookie or some ice cream, I can have it in moderation. So a lot of it's about just making sure you have more wins than losses. I will get on the scale every damn day and track it just so that I can see the line to see the overall effects of what I'm doing and how the different things I'm eating are affecting my system because it turns the weight into just a number and information about what is working well for your body and what's not working well for your body. So there's my daily goal. Weekly, every week, I will strength train at least four times a week and get some sort of cardio in there too. Even those of us that don't like it, eh, we still need to get it. Monthly, monthly I'm taking progress pictures. Once a month, I will take a picture so that I can look back 
eat at the end of the year and see, visibly see just how far I've came. And that gives you something measurable. Or you have a month where you're just really discouraged and it gives you something you can look back on. And that will cross over into any goal. You do the same kind of thing here. Quarterly, I'm going to look back at the overall progression of my workouts. Where do I need to add something new in? Where do I need to increase weights or adjust stuff because I'm not building the muscle that I want to build? Or do I need to adjust my diet because my fat percentage isn't decreasing like I want it to decrease? And you do these things every day, every week, every month, and every quarter. And these things are going to get you where you need to be at the end of the year. And I'm sure somebody's sitting out there right now listening with a little bit of doubt. Well, yeah, I see how that could work for your health goals. But how is this going to help me with my finances? How is this going to help me pay off debt? Okay, so for the sake of quickly and easily translating this over into another area, don't go out to lunch every day at work. Just go out to lunch one day a week. And instead of going out to dinner three nights a week, Go out to dinner once a week or once every two weeks. Take the money you're saving by not going out to lunch every day or buying that Starbucks every day or going out to dinner three times a week. And at the end of the week, move it into a savings account. At the end of the month, pay it on that debt you're trying to pay off or drop it in an investment account. Once a quarter, look at how much that money has grown. Celebrate your win, and evaluate what you can change to make the money grow more or make the amount of debt you have go down more. Can you pull from somewhere else to continue this? And you see how quick and easy it is to shift that into something else. Daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly goals that are going to get you towards your end of year goal. The end of every quarter, evaluate and see where you need to make adjustments. Now it's your turn. Go through your goal and break it down. If you need help, if you feel lost in breaking it down to set your intentions and goals for 2021, go ahead and send me a message on Instagram. It's at patsy.ramos and I'll be happy to help as much as I can. Now, if this has helped you, take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories and make sure you hit the subscribe button. And thank you so much for listening to the Owning You podcast this week. And I will talk to you next week.